Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Warriors All 82 podcast, mobile edition for myself. I'm leaving the arena, Marcus. And I would say, can we call it an Oakland edition because of Gary this Payton? Is, this is the All GP2. All GP2. That's good. That's even better. I was going to say Oakland, but like, as I think you've uh, had conversations with other people around the Warriors, he's not really Oakland, right? I mean, his dad is. I mean, by blood, you know, he's got the Oakland blood in him. But yeah, nah he he didn't have his uh, his uh, childhood in the confines of Oakland. No, but he was kind of talking about his dad tonight. His dad's coaching up at Lincoln. Uh, and his little brother? Did you hear that? I believe he said his little brother. Yeah. Part. Have you checked that? Have you checked that team out at all? I have not. I didn't even know they started. Has college basketball started yet? Uh, no, I, I, it hasn't started. Um, but I saw my alma mater got a postseason ban already. So if you consider that starting, <laughs> that's funny. It's not funny, Marcus. It really isn't. But we should talk Warriors, uh, Hornets, which was billed as you know Lamelo in town and. You know, is it Lamelo Curry? Is it just like you know the relitigation of Lamelo Wiseman? No, it's two players: Jordan Poole, thirty-one points, twenty-two in the first half, while Steph Curry, ate. and under the weather, Steph Curry didn't do much at all. By the and, way, I talked to him after the game. I don't yeah. know how he played. Like he sounded rough. I was well, like, "Hey, you all right?" He was he wheezing. Rough. Yeah, you could hear the congestion. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, "Dang, dude, how'd you play?" He's like, "In Charlotte, I gotta play," but. You know, his dad after, was courtside, so. Yeah, after the fact, not courtside and chase. Yeah, that's right. That's like right. The, my bad. They're up there. My fault. The Monday night football boxes, as I like to call them. Um, but uh, not only was he uh, sick, he didn't, he apparently wasn't at practice. That and hadn't, you know, it's it's probably very good for the Warriors that they had this three day break at a time when I guess Steph Curry got sick because uh, he not gonna have to miss a game even though he's under the weather. Did not play good, um, but. Didn't really have to. I mean, like, we kind of expected a pool break. Do you want to talk pool or Peyton first? I guess Peyton's kind of the story, but 
pool. Let's go. Let's go pool though. Yeah. We let's go um, pool. We spent we we spent quite a bit of time on pool, so I feel like we got to deal with his breakout game and the timeliness of it and you know, it, like like you said it it was due. He he made he made you work harder in the post game interview than the Charlotte defense did guarding him. I was trying. I was trying to pull something out of him. Um he went 9 to 30. He was 9 to 37 from 3 entering. Uh, the game, which is which is really bad, but as he pointed out, wasn't as bad as Clay Thompson uh, before he had that fourteen. This was three remember years. Remember that? Ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. And I not only do I remember that because I wrote, you know, Pool brought it up. I went back and looked at the game log. Oh man, it was seven games, and Clay was five of thirty six from three. Uh, didn't hit more than one in the first seven games. It was like one of eight, zero oh of six, one of five. I was getting anyway. mad when we were bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, it was funny. And then, of course, he just exposed for 14 threes, an NBA record. It's not what Poole did to Wasn't that headband clay debut? Yeah, well, it, because he got in that same game, he got hit and cut uh, above his eye, but he wanted yeah. to keep playing because he was going for the record. Going to for the record to the point that Steve Kerr mentioned how uncomfortable he felt. This is when, like, Fred Hoiberg's job was on the line in Chicago. And, you know, Steve Kerr sitting there. All coaches are, like, you know, concerned about embarrassing Fred Hoiberg and embarrassing the Bulls. But he let Clay keep playing, even though they're up, like, 40-something in the fourth just to get the record. Uh, but, anyway, he got it with a cut on his head, and he was wearing a headband. And then the Jackie Moon thing came from that. But, yes. to, to Anyway, back to the general point is Clay brought that cold streak up to Jordan Poole, who had been struggling to start the season in Clay's place in the starting lineup. Uh, and tonight was, I guess, you know, Clay's, or I mean, Poole's detonation, you call it. I mean, it was six of nine from three in the first half, 22 points, finishes with seven made threes. And again, I said they were plus 28 with Poole on the floor. Uh, and he floated them in the non-Curry minutes. They were a minus tonight in, in Curry's minutes, but they won because, in large part, because of what Poole did offensively. Yeah, and he and he was, you know, after the game, I said he was giving you a hard time because you were, you know, asking him questions about the surge, and he was, you know, playing his his best nonchalant, you know, mode. And he and he said that this, you know, it was he didn't do anything different, but that. Uh, that doesn't strike me as true. He took a lot of smarter shots. He was underway, you know, he was under control when he shot. It was even a couple shots where he kind of like took that extra beat to set his feet and like think about it. It it wasn't like crazy rushed. I mean, he took that one heat check where he was like begging for the ball and shot it from like 40 feet or whatever. But for the most part, these were all like in rhythm off of passes like they were good smart shots uh he was under control like he wasn't just throwing the ball around i I do think it was a different game for him now you know what marcus i i I don't want to i don't want to stoke any flames here but you know what else helped his breakout that was some really bad defense by lamello ball lamello ball just kept losing him and uh, but that's i think that's important though because a lot of the threes he's taken was like you know, he was starting the pool parties, like off the dribble. I'm, you know, I'm pu- suddenly pulling up real fast and chucking. But this one, he had a guy who couldn't keep up with him, and he kind of took advantage of that, which was a, a far smarter game. I thought, I thought he was way more under control, especially even off he was ball. Hurt. Yeah, especially off the ball. He was moving like the float to the corner. 
he he just played a really good all around game, and his offense was was so timely. It was, Steph was like struggling mighty, but but also Wiggins was Wiggins had a rough <laughs> a rough first half. He he got some looks, he couldn't make them. He was only taking was, he was, was only Andrew taking Will, threes. Wiggins in the building was Andrew Wiggins in the building? Tonight? It was. He showed up. He showed up. He had he a big did. three from the corner in the I think in the fourth quarter. He was just having a classic like matchup with Gordon Hayward, where both are these like big, <laughs> big name, highly paid wings that you're so like true. You're you guys are just like kind of in this game right now, and you're kind of like equaling each other in this game. I feel like, that's but heck, anyway. and that's hilarious though. Like, I I, I do feel like Poole. This would this game was like the embodiment of who he was supposed to be, right? It's the he's supposed to be like the second option to create stuff when Steph can't. Steph couldn't, and he he was really good. He was really good. He was really he was under control. He basically was the offense in the first half, where I think they got twenty one in the first quarter, and then they you know they changed the substitution pattern i I never i forgot to ask steve if that was i know because he read steph and watched how he was looking and decided to sit him because he was sick because he was turning the ball over or did he just plan to swap to switch up his minutes like that because the end result was i think steph might have played the whole fourth quarter yeah (laughs) which was actually pretty good this is my read on it um he a few games ago, and really I think it's three out of the last four games now. He's actually taken Steph out in the middle of the first quarter. A couple times it was he put Chioza in. Yeah, but yeah. it was yeah, and I actually asked him after the Thunder game, which was the first time he did it, why, you know, why Steph came out at that point. And he was saying they're trying to kind of spot him a couple extra minutes, particularly in the first half, if they feel like they can. Um, just to be you know, because they're trying to limit his minutes to thirty four as much as they can this season. Um, but I think what happened today is they tried to do it, but like, you know, the, it was one of those where like the, the game goes a while without a whistle again. Um, and it just kind of screwed up the pattern enough to where Steph had to start the second quarter with the second unit, but then it kind of went well. And I, 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 like my sense was then they're like, Oh, let's go with this. But it was on the fly, right? It wasn't. Yeah. yeah that I, It did feel like that. It, the, like the time he came out of the game wasn't the same in the, uh, in the third quarter is the first, but the way it worked out, it almost felt intentional, right? It almost, it, you know, what it felt like? It felt like they were like, "We want to give Poole some minutes running the show," <laughs> like, but yeah. with like real players, not with the, I mean, not with the starters, with, with you know, yeah, with Draymond, yeah, exactly, with, with Wiggins instead of with the bench unit. Uh, it felt like that was the intent, and that's how it worked out, and. Man, Poole was really good in that mode to the point where we could start like rehyping Poole again, don't you think? Hey, man. Ah, come on, Slater. Um, <laughs> well, what there are different type of 35% three point shooters. Um, and, you know, Poole at the end of last season was 35%. My guess is he'll probably be around 35% this year. Um, but he's not one of those just like, you know, he's a 3 and D wing that is generally over every 10-game stretch going to sit around 35%. He can, you could already tell early in his career, he's a hot and cold. He's going to toggle between. Um, and I, to me, for, for the what the Warriors need, I think that is the type of three-point shooter they want pulled. I mean, obviously, they want him to be, like, consistently 40. But I just mean, like, detonation nights. You know, he's going to have you know those who cold he, streaks. You know who he reminds me of in that sense? 
J.R. Smith. Like yeah. when he is on, he is killing you. Like it is seven threes, right? It's three in a row. It's explosive. And then when he's off, like <laughs> he's gonna miss a, a ton of them, but he's gonna keep shooting. It it just it just feels like that. Now he's it, it's not the same player because he's got the handle. He can drive, and you know J.R. Smith is much more of a catch and shoot guy. But just that idea of like you kind of get a sense early, like okay, this dude is hot, <laughs> right? If he's yeah, hot, it's well, on. Yeah, and look, like Damian Lee, for example, just to use him as an example, is the steady type of three-point shooter, right? I mean, again, yeah. over almost every 10-game stretch, he's, he's going to make four out of 10 same. every time, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I almost feel like, and like you want that too. And what Damian Lee has done again, 15 more tonight. I mean, what a start of the season he's had uh, from a steady perspective. And you do need that. But I think having a pool, like that's scary to a defense. And, and, and you know, one out of every five games, he and especially like tonight, it's well timed with Steph struggling. Like he just wins you a game because he's he's really hot. I mean, he's essentially was Clay Thompson for the first half tonight and had twenty two. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's good to see him bust out of it, and then also um, it it a lot of times that type of game can snowball positively. Um, so we'll see coming up, especially with some of the bad defenses they're playing. Yeah, so so he should be alright against the Pelicans and the Rockets, the, the Rockets right? Like Hawks, Haw- Haw- yeah, Hawks. Hawks, Hawks have up. some tough. They they have some they have some weak spots on the perimeter. I mean, DeAndre Hunter's probably gonna have to lock up on Steph, but you know, <laughs> there's some guys Poole can get a shot off on. Oh, but, yeah. but if he strings together some games, and now will be a good time to do it for you know against the uh, opponents where like a haymaker could could be the game for you like that that's what they need they need they need pool to string some together string together three or four good good games it, which I, by the way we saw him do in preseason we saw him do late last season like to me he's shown to be kind of a streaky player which is good i think i mean not you know generally i mean obviously you want consistency but they need this type of player they've needed a, a streaky score for a long time. I feel like, and I mean, you've been on this, right? This is your oh, yeah. Rodney Stuckey, uh, Jamal Crawford. You know, name your a dude streaky who can score. just get you some buckets, man. That matters. <laughs> like it matters. It, it helps. Uh, and I, I still think like his his two point game is growing. Like the ability to get to the basket. Like he still doesn't get to the line very much, even though he's an incredible free throw shooter like so he still has layers to add to his game i do think he's going to be a really good scorer i i, I don't know what his percentages are per se but he's got that re- you know another guy who comes to mind because of i was thinking trying to think of guys with more handle and more like sauce to their game i could see him being a, a reggie jackson uh like what you know how reggie jackson what he's on like there's nothing you can do man <laughs> like we saw it in the playoffs <laughs> where it's like, oh, yo, yeah. this dude is just gonna, he's just gonna ISO you and he's gonna kill you and he may shoot you out some games, but for the most part, he's a really deadly uh, scoring weapon. I feel like Jordan Poole is going to be one of those type of players where he's just gonna be a bucket. Uh, and even yeah. how he answered the question tonight, where it's like, ah, it's, you, you know, he said it was like 2K, sometimes you miss. It's a little bit more complicated than that, but he's got these elements to his game where he can do this, and that's the part that always kind of stood out to me that 
he's got the skill and the confidence to be able to have games like this. Yeah, I mean, Reggie's more to me kind of like a long-armed, isolation, patient score. Yeah, definitely cool. limited. I was trying to think of dudes with handles, though, like because I said J.R. Smith, but he yeah. don't really do the, the, the driving thing. No, but I mean. Yeah, you're not, right. You Reggie know, don't drive either, really. He got a floater, no, no, though. Re- no, Reg, Reggie drives with his patient. And, like, to me, like, Reggie's probably. I, I, I would trust Reggie to get a bucket up more if he's on in straight up isolation, beat your defender one on one than Poole. But where Poole is different, like, Reggie don't move off the ball like Poole. That's where, like, the J.R. Smith. Like, J.R. Smith is a terrific off ball yes. mover and, and catch and shooter. It's kind of like probably people underrate that part of JR's game. Um, so, I mean, it's a mix. Again, every player is unique. So, I, you know, I don't have an exact comp. I mean, you know, I've, I, and I could said this last year when he was coming onto the scene, but it's Jordan Clarkson a little bit. Uh, so, anyway, have we gone way too long? To oh, talk oh about I was thinking the there's another, game? yeah, Go there's ahead. another player he's gonna, he's gonna have in his lineup. It, similar, I was, I was talking to Steve, and one of the things he said, and uh, Steph intimated the same thing. In the same way Jordan Poole is an offensive weapon, like Gary Payton is a weapon. Like they they are looking at him like something they could point and shoot at people. <laughs> like go get him. And we, Slater, we got we got to take our bow, man. Like we've been on this for a long time. We were pretty much saying this. After a game in summer league, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, last we, year during the season when he was playing, it was like, "Hey man, they can use this guy." You know, some of that was Brad Wanamaker, but some of it was like you could see I just I, the specialized usage of him. From a selfish perspective, I think me and you are are happy to take a bow by being early and loud at times on the Gary Payton. The second should be on this roster bow, and I think. Among the uh, different layers in the Warriors organization, I think this is a front office bow. Uh, nah, for, man. That's my story, though. I mean. It's cold-blooded. Well, well no, I you're mean, right. you're please, right. uh, I mean, when is your story coming out? Hopefully right around the same time as this podcast. <laughs> nah, you, you always get the pods up first. No, nah, it's all good. I'm just messing with you. Absolutely. I mean, this was their moment as much as it was Gary Payton's, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he definitely made them look good because, as we all know, like there was a strong contingent for Avery Bradley, a contingent that was even larger. We I learned tonight than I even thought. Right, like there was more people who were Avery Bradley supporters. But it, it's, I mean, we watched this we watched this play out and our live. We were like, yo, this it just it's clear. Gary Payton's a better player. And there were I think there was even a moment where he comes in and it was like really quick and it was like, yo, he might have just won the spot. His first game after the hernia, he came back and it was like he already won the spot that fast. <laughs> it's just been kind of obvious and tonight was like the culmination of that, of the belief in him and you know, his five years of kind of waiting for a spot and not only was Steve saying, like, not only did he have this moment, but Steve is like, like I can't just use him as a, like a matchup thing. Like he needs to be on the court. And I think you were asking him this, like, has he played his way into it? He was just like, yeah. 
Like that's pretty big. It, he he got to this moment faster than Juan. Remember, Juan Scott Anderson was like, "I'm gonna use him in these moments eh. here Special, and there," and eventually yeah. Juan was like, "All right, let's put this dude in the rotation." Like GP's done it in seven games, <laughs> which is yeah. fairly impressive. How how much do you believe Steve Kerr is ready every single night to put Gary Payton out there? Because this was only the second time in seven games he's played more than ten minutes. Last game he wasn't in the rotation, and I know he did. He definitely did a ton tonight to to make you continue to believe that he should be, but. I'm still like, are, is Steve Kerr going to do this when they don't have a Lamelo ball to try to shut down? I don't know. I mean, like he he said it pretty definitively tonight. Yes. I kind of tried to corner him on it. So I mean, if he's saying it that definitively, he must be thinking it. But I'm also like, he wasn't in the rotation last game. I, I don't think it's forever, right? I do think it's like, all right, he's in a rotation, and you know, he could easily not be in a rotation in a month. But I do think a big Too part of it is, yeah. yeah, I do think a part of it is. Like he he sees Gary as a chance to rest Andre. He's leaning on Andre quite a bit, right? And it's like I think there I think he's saying, all right, I, I got a place where I can get some minutes from. Uh, cause they they're not the same player, but that idea like Andre is a much more conservative, like but but still kind of like like the position, the reach. The timing, the hand speed, like Gary Payton is far more like aggressive and more athletic at this age. But there's a lot of similarities between like with the defensive instincts. And I think he's seeing that he can use Gary Payton in some of the ways he can use Andre. And maybe he doesn't have to lean on Andre as much. Uh, Andre's played all but one game. I mean, his minutes aren't crazy. You know, he's at what? I think he's probably... He ain't at like twenty five, is he? I don't remember what what his minutes are, but but I, no, I could just see game, him saying. Like he, he, go ahead. Yeah, he he. I was just gonna say he played like twenty two and Andre played like twenty two and twenty three the first couple games. Lakers Clippers because that's very much an Andre matchup. And now they've throttled back. They sat him in Sacramento. Where you're right It's like they're gonna put Andre on ice for for patches of the season. That's what I was thinking. Like, so when when he said that, I immediately think, well, who's coming out the rotation? Uh, and because you know, keep in mind, there's still other guys. Like, you still got Bielitsa, you still got Porter. You know, uh, he you played Chioza that one game. Rookies, you have two lottery rookies. Two lottery rookies, yeah. Yeah, Moody played mop up minutes, and did Kaminga even get in? Did he play? Kaminga did. They 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 both got in late, but they both also played thirty minutes, like four hours before the before, game. Which, yeah. By the way, I you know we don't need to do a segment on it, but anyone interested in how Kaminga or Moody looked, I put up, I made some highlight packages of both because I was they were you know I was sitting like second row for the game. Uh, they both did some interesting stuff. So if anyone's interested, they can go look at it. Uh, but with the Peyton thing. I mean, it just—he just injects all athleticism too. Forget the defense for a second. But, That's the I thing. Mean, it ain't even. It's not just the defense. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When they were, I can't remember exactly what game it is, but there was a game when he was on the court and there was a jump ball. It was uh, like, I think a challenge got overturned. And when a challenge like on a shot attempt gets overturned and it's technically a loose ball, they just go to center court and jump it up. Um, and like Draymond was on the court. I think Looney might've been on the court. Uh, and they let Gary Payton jump center. Uh, and it was like, well, he's kind of like, like, I thought I was like, well, this is weird. This is kind of like a point guard jump at center, even though he's not a point, he's a wing, I guess. But that's what he is. He's their best leaper without James Wiseman in the rotation or Kaminga. So I don't know. It's just interesting. You saw the dunk on Ubre tonight, which by the way, Kelly Ubre, welcome back to the Bay. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just, he got a lot of juice. How about that? Like, Steph had, like, kind of an air ball that he, like, went up and, like, lefty, like, alley. Nah, he said it was a pass. I was like, was that a lob? He was like, that absolutely was a lob. <laughs> oh, there you go. He said Get he said it statue. was a pass. He got an assist for it. Uh, I, I, like, I mean, look, we, we've already said this, um, but I think that's a difference maker. Like, the rebounding. But the ability to run that baseline and finish, the ability to get out and transition and finish, I think that matters. They haven't had a guard with that type of explosiveness. Uh, he's he's even more explosive at the rim than Wiggins, who is who can be pretty explosive. He's a really good athlete. He's six foot seven, but you know we've seen Wiggins tonight do that where they're driving and whoever's on that corner is cutting baseline. And now you're there to finish it. And you can put him in the dunker spot. Like, you can put him there in the spot that, you know, Andre once occupied. Like, he, he's just 6'3", but he gets up so high and so fast that he's a finisher. And we we focus a lot on his shooting. I think he missed a couple threes tonight, breaking his uh his streak of four at four consecutive threes. But... His so ability, sixty-six percent, sixty-six. <laughs> but his ability to finish at the rim tonight, you can see the offensive rebounding is is almost as valuable, or at least makes him at, valuable on offense as an outside shot. It's just literally something they don't have in their in their backcourt. Like Poole doesn't do it, Curry doesn't do it, Clay doesn't even do this. Like that's no. that's a pretty big skill to have. Yeah, and look, I've covered defensive specialists over the years. Defensive specialists who started Tavo Cephalosha. I started, you know, when I started covering the Thunder, uh, that turned into Andre Robertson, who you know you were there for uh, the West Finals when you know yeah. the Thunder did kind of unlock him as like an on-ball screener cutter, but like you know they it, they were so limited that like it really handcuffed the offense. I don't see Gary Payton handcuffing the offense because he's doing a bunch of stuff, even if he's not shooting the three. And there are times like the ball is going to funnel to him and you're going to need him to probably hit 30% uh, of his threes. And, you know, at this point, we'll see. I mean, he, he says the threes improved and he is four or six early in the season. Defense is still going to fear him, but he's going to have to hit a few uh, but yeah, he just he just does stuff, and then I, I, we should talk about the defense because that is what he 
it's why he made the roster. I remember, you know, we talked about summer league, and both of us were down there in Vegas talking to coaches, talking to people, talking to Peyton down there. Um, and I remember there was the Orlando game where remember they played Suggs and Cole Anthony. Cole yeah. Anthony was one of the breakout players of the early season, surprising me. But when they played Orlando, Suggs went off, and Cole Anthony was something like one of twelve shooting or something really bad. And I remember talking, yeah. yeah, I remember talking to one of the coaches afterwards and being like, you know, man, Suggs. Was, you know, had a really good game, like wanting to talk about Suggs. And they're like, yeah, we probably should have put Gary on Suggs. But he's like, well, but the reason why Cole Anthony was terrible was because Gary Payton was on. And uh, that is his most important. Among all these qualities we're talking about with Gary Payton, the fact that you can put him on LaMelo Ball tonight. He he picked up LaMelo Ball full court a few possessions tonight. And then I, and I put it in my postgame story. There was a moment where LaMelo Ball – Gary Payton gets a rebound put back and then immediately picks up LaMelo Ball off the inbound and LaMelo Ball just waves off the inbound. He's like, yes, he just gives it up. He was done. He did not. He didn't want any smoke. He was like, I'm over this. Uh, that moment when Ish Smith came in, people don't people sleep. Ish Smith is fast as hell. That dude is quick. Yeah, he is. He, he is. He's hung around his league for a long time because he can get by people. He, he's got a nice little mid range jumper. Man, GP ripped this dude at half court. <laughs> I was like, that's Ish Smith, dude. That's not like a, a slow kind of dribbling up. Like, Ish tried to get the, the sideline on, tried to get by him, and he took his cookies. And it was like, like you literally cannot dribble in front of this dude. It, it's it's to be able to throw him, Andre, and Draymond at at offense. Like that's that that's a different level of defense. That's a, a clamp. You you better you 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 better be super careful with the ball because he's turning you over. It, it's it, he's turning you over. He's taking away your aggressiveness. He's making you passive, and it, it's it's gonna be out there. Like obviously, people will counter. They will try to post him up. So we'll get to see how he act. You know how he reacts to that, but. As far as just putting him on a guy and saying, like, make this dude's life miserable, he's incredible at it because you just have to think about every single dribble. And the moment you don't think about it, he's swiping the ball and the words are going the other way. It's it's really impressive, the the defensive instincts. Uh, you know, we, there was a little moment at the at thing when uh, remember Damian Lee was getting off and Gary Payton was coming on and they did their little five thing and, and – uh, Damian Lee shouts, Mitten! <laughs> yeah. Mitten! That's, uh, they call him Mitten. They call him Mitten. His he, daddy he was the glove. He doesn't like that, by the way. I he, know, He likes right? baby glove. He doesn't like me. He likes baby glove, for sure. But Mitten um, don't sound tough. It don't sound. So, I don't know. The league is the league's interesting because, like, you know, situations matter so much and an opportunity and you know are you in the right system is the coach believe in you are you getting the minutes are you you know who are you playing next to blah 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 like you know Gary Payton's been on I, I you could count the teams and probably like six or seven teams never really has gotten the opportunity I know he's talked to to you before about the fact that he's never had like a training camp and honestly didn't get a camp this time we thought that was going to kind of you know yeah. screw him again at an important point in his later you know what is he, he's about 28 now um but uh, you know, and not only that, he was cut two weeks ago. He was yeah. available to the entire league. As much as we can sit here and go, you know, good job front office, um, you know, to save pennies, to to strip some of the guaranteed money, uh, they cut him. 
and they they were vulnerable to losing him. They didn't want to lose him. Uh, you know, they maneuvered it well to get him back. But at any point, any other of the 29 teams could have taken him. And it's just now you watch him and you're like, you know. Why did you risk gets, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, but like, if this guy gets, like, 25 minutes a night, like, is he an all-defensive team? You know, I went on Zach Lowe's podcast preseason and, and mentioned the idea. You know, he was asking, you know, who might win the 15th roster spot. You know, and he would kind of, you know, Avery Bradley seems like the favorite. There are some other options. I mentioned, hey, Gary Payton the second could get in this mix. And Zach Lowe, who we all know watches basketball, like, probably more than any media member out there, was like, if Gary Payton got 1,000 minutes, he would be an all-defensive team guard. And I'm like, why is he not on a roster? Before, you know, Why were the Warriors able to cut him, get him through waivers, and get him back? It's kind of wild, but that's the league, I guess. It's the shooting. Once you got a reputation of not being able to shoot, <laughs> it's tough these days. But if In he, 2021. Is that yeah, changing, though? Is that changing? It feels like it's gonna have to. Uh, the it, it's weird because the lead is so the league is so point guard driven. There's so many great guards, and you gotta have guards to get buckets. You would think naturally, you gotta have people who can guard them. <laughs> like you would, there would be value in people who can guard point guards. It's it's why Patrick Beverly has had such a good career, Alex right? Caruso, right? Yeah, He's these like, dudes these dudes are valuable because the other. Uh, the other team has a star guard. It's almost like, and you know, football is so quarterback driven. Like, obviously, the, there be it's going to be great value for people who can pressure the quarterback. So it's just weird that this is his superpower, and it wasn't enough to get him a roster spot. But also, you know, sometimes it takes that. You know, it takes the grind, and you know, there, there are probably other elements that he needed to improve on to to be you know, attractive to a team and, you know, he, he got his shot and he, you know, he, he capitalized, but maybe, maybe, he, maybe he does, he doesn't capitalize if he doesn't go through what he went through. So it's, it's kind of the catch 22 and all of those guys, right? Caruso, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Beverly, you know, all these guys who this is their job. They do the dirty work. They all got a story, right? It, it, they all got a, you know, racks the riches type of story. They they did they never get it easy. They do a thankless job. Yeah, they weren't not sexy. Yeah, they weren't lottery picks. Absolutely. So you kinda you know, he's he's got his story. This is his version and that then I'm straight writing my I'm I'm writing my story on, on the show, but uh That's a that, good thing. That's you part know what, of everyone, it, right? If you wanna see whatever, you know, the segment that Marcus just had right there, if you wanna see it perfectly crafted into about 1300 words or, or, or more or less i don't know i don't want to give you any assignment here but go on the athletic and read marcus's story on gary Payton and subscribe if you have yeah because this podcast will definitely be out before my story's up so if you go and it's not there yet just be a little patient come back in a little bit <laughs> i don't know that it will marcus i don't think the podcast going up till the morning so yeah, uh, i don't know all 82 slacking over here all 82 slacking. Uh, by the hey. way, um, we kind of ripped him on Warriors plus minus, and then he went out and I guess 7.6 rebounds ain't bad. Looney, I was thinking Looney, man. Whew. Looney was rough. Uh, I, anybody I, else? Enjoy, I, I went to look at plus minus, and Looney was a zero, and I was like, yes, that's, that's just Looney. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, just zero. 
plus minus. One for four from the line. You know, Bielitsa is still very interesting. He he keeps passing up all these shots. It's just so wild. He to hit me. two threes. He hit yeah, two he, threes. Yeah, he finally tonight. did, but he, he had like five he could have taken. Yeah. Uh, you know who? You know who was actually what was interesting to me was how you know Kerr was using Otto Porter again. I don't know if this was how the rotations just kind of shaped out live, or if that's how he wanted it. But he's putting four shooters. You know, he's putting Steph with this kind of small ball lineup, and he had Otto Porter basically playing small ball five at every time. Like uh, uh, Miles Bridges will start cooking. It's like why is he, why is he torturing? Out of Porter Jr. like this, but having him face off against one of the hottest dudes in the league. Uh, Miles Bridges ended up with 32 points, 12 for 22 shooting, 5 for 9 from 3, 9 rebounds. But he's, you know, that's a tough, that's a tough cover. Steve eventually stopped and put Igadala yeah. on him. Uh, but, you know, Draymond was the one who had success on him. But it was just wild. He kept putting Out of Porter Jr. On bridges, and it's like, hey, dude, he auto played eleven minutes, and like nine of them was guard bridges. It's like, why is Steve doing this? I didn't understand. Yeah, no, it's you mentioned Draymond first tactical of the season took him seven games. That was his first. That was wild. That's was impressive. Jordan yeah. Poole got his first too. I actually think Poole, that might have been Poole's second. I'm trying to remember. Uh, you know who else got a technical today? Jonathan Kaminga got a. Preseason G League technical. Oh, they're they're just out of control huh, at this point. Could they're, be. They're, Could they're be. out of control. All technical right. Yeah, no, I don't see any. Pelicans and Friday, and then is it is it Rockets Sunday, Hawks Monday? Do I have that right? They doing back to back to the NBA again? It, this yeah, is a, this will be the first Warriors back to back of the year. Uh, Sunday, Monday. They have Sunday. had a nice early season schedule, soft and home they make heavy. It. Yep, Sunday, Monday. Is it Sunday, who's first? Which one of those first? Houston, Rock- Sunday. Houston first. Okay. Monday, Atlanta. Wednesday, Minnesota. Friday, Chicago. So they're they're playing two of the worst teams in the West. Uh, the next two games, Pelicans without Zion, without Brandon Ingram tonight in Sacramento, they lose. I mean, they they I think they're one and eight, I believe. Um, the Rockets, who you know, Jalen Green looks pretty spicy right now, but other than that, I mean, like they're very should be beatable. Um, I mean, this is a team that should be looking at eight and one by Sunday night, which is. That's a healthy record. Are you? Oh, yeah, no question. Are you? Are you? How? How? How much weight? How much credence are you giving this defensive performance by the Warriors? Uh, they they kind of shut down a, a really explosive team, and it's probably their best defensive performance of the year. Mostly because I, I've just watched all of the Hornets games and I'm like yo this team is fun man they're exciting and they there were so many matchup problems that I I thought like ah this might be tough and the Warriors just kind of handled them pretty easily defensively they never really dominated they stayed under 40% all game the only real advantage was the Warriors turnovers gave the Hornets more possessions it just felt like they really kind of dominated the Hornets offense. I mean, 92 points on 37% shooting. It's, it's, it's a pretty good defensive night for the Warriors. Yeah. You know, I want to see like 
almost a full circuit around the league, see them play some of these really good offenses, see them go on the road, see them go to Utah and face, you know, that offense. Um, Before I, like, am ready to be like, man, this is still legitimately a top five defense in a league that early this season is skewing more defensive. Um, But as Steve Kerr's talked about it, yeah, they gave up, you know, Oubre and Baysmore and some of the athleticism and replaced them with with slower defenders. You know, we've talked about Porter and Bielitsa and some of their flaws. But, you know, your higher IQ, um, your veterans who know the scouting report are getting more minutes. You know, last year there was a lot of Wiseman minutes. So far there's been no Wiseman minutes. And as we've talked about on the podcast, Steve has – uh, trended even with his lineup choices more defensive. There's a reason why Kevon Looney is still getting minutes, and it's certainly more because of the defensive end than the yeah. offensive end. You know, there has been more Iguodala. Now there's a lot of Peyton. You know, it's like, you know, Peyton to me is a better defender than, than Bazemore or Ubre. So um, they kind of have kept the personnel uh, defensive tilted. And, uh, you know, Draymond looks really good early in the season uh, on that end. And then the other very surprising stat, entering the night, they were the best defensive rebounding team in the league. They're barely playing a center, and that only center they're playing is Looney. Um, And I asked her about a pregame, and he was like, look, our veterans box out every time. Andre Iguodala never misses a box out. Auto Porter boxes everybody out. And I mean, it's not something you notice like possession by possession. But if you really think about watching the Warriors over the course of these seven games, like when's the last time you're like, man, they're getting beat up on the glass. And that was what we thought they were. They were like the a bottom five rebounding team in basketball last year, and they're just they're the best rebounding team through seven games, which that matters, right? They're just cleaning up possessions that they get stops on uh so i think a lot of that has to do with it but like i said i want to see them play more teams more explosive teams this was a good performance against charlotte but i want to see more still yeah i didn't expect them to handle charlotte like that uh but the, the only other team to uh keep charlotte under 110 was miami and miami is also a really good def- defense defensive rebounding team I would They're love to good. see a Heat Warriors game. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Miami is so loaded, though. <laughs> that, that team is that team is Ty- Tyler uh, Hero. Uh, Tyler loaded. Hero's back. Uh, yeah, this this is going to be interesting. Uh, the, the Warriors' defense is much better than what I thought it was, but, you know, it, I don't know if they can sustain this, but that was a pretty dominant performance. I guess the next time we'll see – what like with the a real test? I'm trying to see what's a real test. You know, you yeah, you're right. Atlanta. Utah, Charlotte Atlanta. is a top five offense, man. Like Charlotte, well, is, you know, look, we're it's small sample size early. Atlanta yeah. to me is will be uh, Atlanta more of a will test be a than test. Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, you got the Trey Young, you know, John Collins. Like you know, they're an East finalist. I look. I mean, it, I want to see a, a team having a good game again, like Memphis. Although you know that was probably more of what Memphis did defensively, but you know Memphis got to them early in the season. Um, yeah, I again, I, I would say I want to see them on the road. You know where they're going on their upcoming road trip? They start in Charlotte, then in Brooklyn. And then Brooklyn, yeah. And then it's I'm going on that trip, but then it's all downhill from there. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving you at that point, sir. Sorry. You're not going to go to Cleveland and Detroit that yeah, back to back. Not happening, buddy. Not happening. 
Charlotte, Brooklyn's enough for me. How about that? All right, all right. Well, that means you got to do an all eighty-two podcast with me, and that's a perfect place to wrap up. You will be doing one from Charlotte, from Brooklyn. Um, anything else? Anything you want to plug? Maybe your Gary Payton story that will be on the website within minutes. Nah, yeah, nah. They'll you know they'll know where to get it. You know, I just like to say that we are pretty good. Uh, you you and us covering the words. We're we're like a dynasty. You know what I'm saying? And dynasties are important. So we need to we need to honor and respect and enjoy our dynasties. You feel me? Yes, sir. We will talk. <laughs> uh, maybe Friday, maybe Sunday. We'll see. If not, check us out on Words Plus Minus. Omaha! Omaha! As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.